This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, welcome back to WWD Voices. Today we have David Spencer and Michael Heller, uh, who are co-CEOs and co-founders of Talent Resources Sports. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us on. We're big fans of WWD. Um, and also being from New York, we're obviously passionate about what you guys publish over, you know, growing up. I've been followers of the great things that you guys have done. So it's a privilege and an honor to be on. I uh, I have to tell you something. I have to make a confession here. I'm I'm not a, a sports fan these days. I, I you know I grew up in Queens. I was a Mets fan growing up. I was a Jets fan. So I'm hoping that we get out of this is that I can get excited again about sports and the and the kind of possibilities and the partnerships uh, around it around the work that you do. It's so- it's, inter- it's interesting that you say that, Arthur, because the company I'm I'm also not great with sports, and you know the company really evolved off of. Um, Dave's knowledge and understanding of um, the sports world and my understanding of culture um, and, and trends. And I had started Talent Resources, which was a um, agnostic bridge between brands and celebrities. And that was about 16 years ago. And as that was going on, brands started really, it was at the um, you know, beginning of digital and everything was online, going online. And everyone's lives, you know, celebrity wise was more exposed than ever before because of paparazzi and mm. just, you know, c- you know, communication being easier. And um, we, you know, started getting a lot of demands for, you know, athletes. And I didn't have um, an understanding of it. And I turned to one of my best friends who um, I met on a tennis court um, when we were about uh, eight years old and, you know, stayed friends ever since. And, you know, asked him if he can come and take a look at what I'm doing. And we decided to form Talent Resources Sports um, a year later. And here we are today. And, you know, Dave's done an amazing job really building and, you know, you know creating a foundation for, you know, all the magical things that we do at the company. And so, so yeah. Yeah, what, what are those? Uh, how does it work? What do, you, what do you guys do specifically? So ultimately what we do is, is create partnerships on behalf of consumer brands leveraging our network of athletes and sports influencers. So ultimately, brands come to us on a very regular basis with the directive of how can I tap into your relationship equity and the network that you guys are at the center of and help advance our marketing directives. So again, most of those talent buyers are consumer brands. They'll come to us with an overall budget and what would look like a win for them uh, as far as enhancing their current marketing campaigns. And we'll go back to them with a the proposal and say, we're going to allocate you know, 40% of the budget to different events. So we'll do something at the Super Bowl. We'll do something at NBA All-Star. We'll do something at the ESPYs, which is the Oscars of sports. And then we'll take the other portion of the budget, let's say another 40%, and allocate it to creating partnerships with athletes on social media. Now athletes have become 
huge influencers with the large audiences that follow them. So they're more than ever more very, very impactful with consumers and potential consumers. So we'll do product placement campaigns on primarily on Instagram. And then we'll take the other remaining budget in this example, 20%, and allocate it to other sort of ancillary programs like PR to help ampl amplify um, what we're doing with these events and these brands. And we work a lot in fashion, actually. Uh, I know a lot of your listeners are more you know, fashionistas and people in the, in the business of fashion. One of our larger clients is Neiman Marcus. Mm -hmm. So really done a comprehensive job working alongside of them, integrating athletes into their marketing campaigns. So, so how does that work? I mean, this is obviously a strategic aspect, right? Not, not every brand is going to be a perfect fit with the, you know, sports influencer, right? Did you guys work together and say, you know, this, you should consider this for the brand Are there certain attributes that you look for? Like how does that process work? Uh, we know the market quite well. So we know what kind of athlete would fit, let's say with a fashion brand um and who has that fashion affinity um traditionally we'll either know the athlete we'll know what they're posting on social so we have a very close pulse to the market and an understanding of what athlete would be the best fit for a particular category and a particular brand and we know what their sort of market rate should be because we do so much type of transactional work with them um, so we're able to really effectively match the brand with the specific athlete. Um, and then we're able to substantiate that recommendation based on analytics that we pull from social media that will give statistical analysis to back up our recommendation and really inform the brand and the talent buyer why we're making that recommendation. And, and just to add to that, Arthur, um, it's really interesting the kind of data that one can get off of social media platforms to really dive deeper into the affinity of what these athletes, you know, hashtag or talk about, you know, from content images um, going through, um, you know, analyzing through, you know, machine data learning machines. Um, we're able to come back with, Hey, you know, then sometimes Dave and I are even amused by the fact that we didn't even know so-and-so was into, um, you know, cooking right. um, or, you know, baking you know so you know we we you know spend a lot of time also reaching out to the different agents and managers to find out a little bit more detail on these you know trending you know athletes like kind of finding out like hey fishing cars do they drive are they vegan um what kind of food are they eating what kind of beverages and we get a lot of intel by just communication and you know really reaching out and um, very aggressive on, on, on finding out details, um, you know, from, you know, from, you know, from the people closest to them. Yeah, and so that's a great point. Um, what, what, it's a double-edged sword, right? Their fame. Um, could also, I mean, we've seen, I don't want, you know, we've seen examples of this, but you know, they may see something political or, you know, something that's going to jar others like how do you, you have to be pretty nimble how do you walk that back or how do you navigate those moments? again it also goes back into the researching of the personality right. i mean on the talent side it's a lot more volatile um whereas athletes are pretty conditioned or most of them are um in their everyday life and you know very you know very health oriented um you know their bodies or their temples so you know we we do our own research making sure that we're you know not getting ourselves into uh a place we don't want to be with an athlete, you know, making sure they're, you know, they're in a good, you know, headspace. 
Um, but a lot of the times it has to do with, you know, the beginning research that we do and look, there's certain talent won't mean, you know, you know, give you their name, you know, won't right. mention th their names, but you know, that we stay away from because we know they're difficult or we know that, you know, they're kind of, um, a wild, a wild card that we don't want to, you know, steer in the direction of a brand. And, and what happens when an athlete is injured or is, is taken out of play? Like, how does, does that, you have, do you have to shift? gears as well in, in a, in a oh, I think ultimately like the the potency of an athlete really stays with what they do on the field or on the court ultimately right. um, and if they're injured you know the good thing in this day and age is, is that now they've got a direct communication or a direct line of communication to their audience with social platforms so they're able to continue to stay relevant even if they're injured so it, it, it doesn't matter as much um, what their sort of current day-to-day -day performance is on the court or on the field, but ultimately that will dictate what their potency and, the, and their power is from a marketing standpoint. So, so let's talk about the the, the overall value proposition. Uh, let's talk about the value proposition for brands, and then what's the value proposition for the talent? Um, I, I can start, and then Dave, I know you'll definitely be able to add, but basically, you know, if you take um, a look at the fact that it's agnostic. So Dave and I don't represent any athletes, right? We have the ability to reach out to everyone through the network and the, you know, br you know, we've built a real brand, um, you know, for the last, you know, six, you know, 15, 16 years. So they know that we're real. They know that we're bringing real deals to the table and, you know, they're, you know, the brands are getting a pure, um, I guess, option of, of talent that fits within their budget. And the talent, because we're paid by the brand, you know, the talent and their team is getting ancillary dollars, you know, based on, you know, lifestyle event, you know, and, you know, events that they're able to monetize on through their social, um, through events, appearances, endorsement deals. So we're kind of an extension also, not only to the brand, but to the agents and managers that represent the talent, because, you know, we're basically doing the phone calls and the outreach for them oh, a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, and additionally, just to add to what Mike's point was, is that there's certain brands that have official partnerships with the NBA and the NFL, and have those exclude that, that have those exclusive deals. Their competitors are looking for opportunities to be present at those moments and align with those leagues and and the and those moments like the Super Bowl. So there are a lot of circumstances when we're in or we're enhancing what let's say Budweiser is already doing at the Super Bowl with a slant towards celebrity and athlete and media driven events. But then at the same time, there are other competitors of Budweiser and Anheuser-Busch that come to us like Molson Coors that want to have a seat at the Super Bowl table and want to have a voice with a very targeted approach. So we're able to provide that solution for brands at these moments um, and continue to be that ex to be an extension for them um, of of the leagues that they want to engage with. So, t t can you share a little bit? Um, you mentioned Neiman Marcus a little bit about that campaign. And the, what was the impetus? Like, how did you, so, you introduce the brand, and, and how did it evolve? Yeah, so it was actually an interesting story. Neiman Marcus came to us because they had engaged with another agency for talent, and that agency was unable at the last minute to secure the talent and the ta or the talent had backed out there was there was a challenge that they had so they called us three hours before the <laughs> nba all-star game um to have 
a sports, an athlete or a sports influencer come into the store and showcase their men's shoe wear um, division. So we were able to secure that uh, talent for that. That worked out extremely well. Some on-air talent, a gentleman by the name of Adam Lefko, who works on TNT. And from that one moment, we were able to develop the relationship and show our ability to deliver and then also come back with creative ideas of other moments that Neiman Marcus should show up during the calendar year with a slant on sports. So we came up with an influencer campaign um, with multiple athletes for their spring uh, one of their spring collections and showcasing their their shoe division in multiple stores then we came up with an nba draft program where we had the top top nba draft picks as they transition from college to the pros go into the store get dressed up and styled by a neiman marcus specialist and then go and get picked by their teams on national television in their outfits and then we broadcasted that through the lens through their lens on social media so that then developed into a super bowl a huge super bowl event that was focused on jewelry and the woman at super bowl the women that most of the time go unsort of targeted from a marketing standpoint and unspoken to at super bowl so we did an incredible event at the sheets goldstein house which is the most famous house in los angeles and it was a real sh- beautiful jewelry showcase that they were able to sell a, 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 a incredible varied amount of jewelry um, to a bespoke group of people. And then, you know, subsequent to that, we did another NBA draft campaign. So we really work very well alongside of them and it's an incredibly collaborative effort. Um, and we just finished another moment where we did their holiday gift catalog their fantasy catalog and we're able to integrate an athlete into that catalog who's who's scotty pippen and his son who also plays in the nba for one of their consumers to go and buy an experience um through neiman marcus to go play basketball two on two and have dinner with the pippins so, and yeah, just yeah, just to go you know creative into that our, sorry Len. as creative as possible um and really utilize the full extent of our network um and, you know mike has been you know a great visionary on the creative side and connecting the dots there and i'm more of like the, lo- the logistics and sort of operations person behind it and getting things done so like we complement each other very well and we, we have a third partner whose name is jennifer ross who's actually on maternity leave right now but she came and joined us from the nba after having been there for 10 years and she's really spearheaded the, the program with Neiman and done a wonderful job. Yeah, and, and again, it's just because of the way that we are positioned um, and our foundation allows us to move very fast and nimble. You know, it's all about moment marketing now, and we have to be prepared, um, you know, for these types of moments. Um, and, you know, it's not the – we're not living in a, in a society where you can really plan something out for – you know, a 16 month period or even a 12 month or even, you know, a six month. So, you know, because we're nimble, um, because, you know, we're a collective of really great thought leaders in each area from, you know, live events to social to celebrity and athlete, you know, we're able to move fast. And because we've, you know, been around and at it for so long, the company's evolved, you know, through the, you know, through time. And again, you know, we've become an extension you know, to a lot of these brands that are in need, like Neiman, like last minute, 
you know, within, you know, less than a, you know, couple of, you know, 24 hour period, we were able to close based on our abilities and, and reputation. So how would you describe the culture of, of your company? Is it, um, it seems like you guys got to, you know, you got to probably burning the midnight oil. You got to be ready to, you know, go at a moment's notice. Right? Let, let, me, let, let me just tell you, the culture is, you have to be a certain personality to, to work with us. Um, you know, we're spread out around the country. Uh, we have, you know, people in Chicago, Boston, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, you name it. And I just moved to the UK um, to help build the UK business. And um, Dave and I left because it gets confusing. The biggest sport there is football, which is, you know, what we call soccer. Right. And, you know, so we've been making a lot of moves in, in the sports um, division there as well. Um, you know, figuring out, you know, what, what, what our next play in Europe is. But, you know, you got to be, you know, there's times where it's slow and we respect people's time off and, you know, time with family is important. And there's times that you're just going to be, you know, crunching and, and it's, you know, you could be crunching until the wee hours. And so you have to be prepared and you have to have that kind of personality of, um, you know, just, you know, putting the time in when it's crunch time. So very respectful and making sure that we, you know, treat everyone, you know, as a team player and, you know, we help each other out. So like Dave said, Jen's off on maternity leave. We have to sometimes remind her she's on maternity leave, right. um, you know, cause she wants to get, you know, she wants to yeah. be, you know, I, I don't want her to ever have that fear of missing out, but, you know, that FOMO, but you know, she wants to get involved and yeah. we have to tell her, Jen, take a break for a little bit, you know, okay. and, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's that, that dedication. I, I think brands and the companies you work for uh, and work with probably appreciate that dedication because you know there's a lot of play here, and they they you know they want strong returns and they want impact. So uh, it's probably appreciated by the companies you work you're working with. Correct, and also I think because we're able to you know like when you're picking the right athlete or talent, it's really money balling, and right. you can name any price. You know, and, and it's funny we have games where you know like if we just did a deal with Odell Beckham we're like how much do you think it costs and you know and no one ever gets it on the spot and you know that's what's also interesting it's our job to make sure that our clients get the best rates possible but I think also because we're basically a wholesale buyer and we're constantly buying we know what to be looking for and we know what a good rate is and we're able to guide our clients after we've done our research on why you know these five people make sense but we only can pick one why this one person might be a little bit better because we might be getting a little bit better of a deal or they might be, you know, they might have more social media following. So a bigger community, a bigger um, engagement. So there's so many different things that go into it, especially now. And then you have, you know, all these new platforms and, and old platforms re, re you know, re, you know, re um, positioning themselves like a Twitter or, right. you know, it's a, you know, Snapchat or you name it, you know, so we have to be prepared you know, also within, you know, all the social platforms, it's a very powerful tool to get a message out. And, you know, during COVID, you had Zoom. We put together an all-star panel. I don't know how Dave did it, but he got four major um, athletes to sit on a panel and, you know, from their homes during COVID and discuss their, you know, their favorite wines. And we did that for a, um, a wine company, that was, you know, as they were talking about their wine, selling the wine that they were talking about through their website. 
What's so um we just have a few minutes left, but what's the uh, what's on the calendar? We have the Super Bowl coming up, right? Um what's gonna go on uh, with that? Yeah, we have we have a, a pretty solid program. Um we've continued to evolve our presence and our footprint at Super Bowl. Mike and I have done it uh pretty meticulous job of going down to these markets where these events are taking place and identifying high value real estate and going and securing favorable contracts to really put um set up an appropriate foundation for our media partners and for our brand partners so this coming year we've aligned with authentic brand group for our fifth year uh, Authentic Brand Group also is extremely well known in the in the fashion world. They're a master licensor of multitude of different uh, major fashion houses, um, and they're also our partners who own Sports Illustrated. So that's really our one of our marquee events during uh, throughout that weekend. So we've secured the Chainsmokers and Machine Gun Kelly for that. That's an event that's about five thousand people really in the form of like a music festival. Um, we're also bringing back one of our former partners, um, which we're really proud about and really speaks to the heritage of our company, which is Rolling Stone. And that's more of a B2B event, which is very curated by Mike and I and our team that really goes to our network and invites C-suite executives, team owners, um, people that are very... Um, sort of experienced in the sports world and the fashion world. And um, we're bringing that event back to life. And then also we're aligning with Condé Nast to um, bring an event um, that will be announced very soon, very soon, but their publication that one of their publications is very well known in the men's um, space and has been very, very prolific um, also in sports. So as soon as we have the opportunity to release that, we can let you know. But um, we have a full slate of, of events, and we're fortunate enough to align with the media partners that uh, we've partnered with. And, um, you know, all very happy to to continue to grow our business and, and increase our footprint year to year. Yeah, for full disclosure for our listeners, uh, WWD is a sister publication of Rolling Stone. So uh, we're all part of PMC Media Group which is uh, kind of exciting. Okay. Great. Um, hold, hold on. Just guys stay on for one second. I'm going to, I'm going to stop there, but then I'm going to say um, any closing thoughts and they could just, you know, do summation of, you know, what do you do? What do you do best? And then um, when I, when I say thank you, stay on, don't, don't exit this program because um, the audio still has to upload. So uh, I'll say, I'll thank you and I'll thank the people for tuning in uh, and then it'll end, but we still have to keep recording. Oh, I mean, I'll stay on the site until it fully uploads. All right. So I'm going to pause a second and then wrap things up. All right, here we go. Gentlemen, that was, that was great. I really appreciate it. Um, could you, any closing thoughts you want to share about, about the company, about the, the industry? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's a growing industry. Sports is becoming more and more accessible um, to the whole world. Um, and, you know, it's exciting to be a part of this, uh, you know, movement. Also, you can follow us on Town Resources Sports and Town Resources and Town Resources Vent or and Town Resources Ventures um, to see what we're up to. Um, Town Resources Sports is the Instagram handle and the um, the Twitter handle. So please follow us. We're great at updating and letting people know. You can go into our Leaf Tree to see up, updated decks. And Dave, I'm sure you have some more stuff to add. And no, it was I- great to be on. 
anybody that's looking to with us and leverage the power of sports and the power of athletes can feel free to reach out to us. Also check out our website, talentresourcesports.com. Thank you, um, gentlemen. Thank you so much. And um, thank you for tuning in and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.